Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, um, Newcastle versus Liverpool on a Saturday night. Crazy, very crazy. Saturday night, eh? When do you hear Liverpool play on a Saturday night? And I'm not talking 5.30 kickoff. 7.45 kickoff. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, it was very, very, very eventful. Um, after Wednesday's 3-0 defeat to Barca, we had to quickly overcome adversity and bounce back with Premier League duties with a win. And, um, yeah, and then it's back to Barcelona for the second leg, in which anything can happen. So, I was hoping we would see a strong lineup for this one. But let me get into it. Um, in goal, you had Alisson, left back Robertson, centered backs Van Dyke, Lovren, right back Trent Alexander Arnold. Your midfield three, Wijnaldum, Fabinho, Henderson, up front, Mane, Origi. No, sorry, Salah, Mane and Storage. Yes, no Firmino, not even on the bench. Clearly that groin injury affected him. A muscle tear, I think, yeah, due to fitness issues that... It said, someone said it's unlikely he plays on Wednesday, on Tuesday, which means we're in big, big trouble already. Um, if, he's, if he's in... Remember, he came on as a sub against Barcelona um, for that last 20-minute spell. And according to Klopp, he was fit. So that means medical team have rushed him. And I had a feeling, because I even said it two podcasts ago, a tear in your muscle... Is not something to play with. And also, if you haven't heard about Naibi Keitar, he's out for the season as well. Um, with an abductor injury. So he's out. He might even miss African Cup of Nations. Is that bad? Um, and then, yeah. And then Lovren came in for Matip. Which, oh. Lovren had a stinker against Huddersfield. And I felt like this was the game where you play Gomez centre-back. Not the game where you start Gomez right back against Barcelona in his unorthodox position to rest Trent for this one. Like, do you know what I mean? Klopp just had the, the lineup with the defence muddled, basically. But, um, yeah, seeing Lovren doesn't fulfil me with confidence. And we'll talk about Lovren in this game. Uh, and, yeah, it was good to see the return of Trent. Him and Robertson competing for assists with what what we like to see, and yeah, Sturridge up front. Um, he kind of did nothing against Huddersfield. Will he do the same against Newcastle? But yeah, anyways, so the game starts now, and both teams are relatively open for the first eight to ten minutes. It seems like Hud Huddersfield, Newcastle weren't planning to do two banks of four. They were just willing to go at it and test the waters of Liverpool defensively, which they did in relative spells. Um, but the first real chance doesn't come until, I think, the 15th minute, where Liverpool have a corner. Trent Alexander-Arnold whips it in. 
Virgil van Dijk loses um, Newcastle defender Lascelles. He nods it in. Free header, 1-0 Liverpool. Van Dijk's fifth goal of the season, I think. Fifth or sixth, something like that. But yeah, it was just an easy goal for Van Dijk. And then you'd think, okay, let's kick on from here. But that wasn't really the case. Um, Key, 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 key moment. A crucial moment that probably could have shaped the entire game, this refereeing decision. So, um, after that goal, Mane is fouled by Manquillo. But bearing in mind, this wasn't blown for foul. An extremely high foot. Manquillo jumps for the ball, but his knee connects Mane's head. And this is in the box. And it's one of those ones where any other... If it's outside the box, it's a foul. Referee, 90% of referees will blow for that. because, But because it's in a penalty situation, the referee, Andre Marino, was pussy and didn't give a decision. And Mane was... Rubbing his head for a good one, two minutes and he couldn't play. Um, what else happened? Oh, yeah. And then another crucial moment. 20, 25th minute. Um, we're on the back ropes. Uh, the ball was whipped in. Yeah. No, I remember how it happened now. Basically... Lovren had the ball, then he gives it away, and because defensively he's kind of out of position, Newcastle players switch the ball to the back line where Trent had to cover Lovren's position, and Van Dyke was a bit where Robertson's position is, and the right back was no, Matt Ritchie was forgotten about. Um, he passes it to Rondon, Rondon shoots. The ball hits Trent, Trent Alexander-Arnold, runs to the line. It hits his hand. He doesn't move the ball to his hand. The ball ricochets off his hand. And then it falls to Atsu, who taps it in and it's 1-1 Newcastle. Uh, well, no, it's 1-1 one, one all, sorry, yeah. And Atsu, who has a stinker all season, has his one great game of the season against Liverpool and scores. And Newcastle players were like, why isn't Trent sent off? And maybe Newcastle players could they maybe had the point, but you scored the goal, and I think that's why Kev, Andre Marinard, the referee, said no, I ain't giving a red card for that because he had a goal. But if they didn't score from that, does Andre Marinard blow a red card and a penalty? But it's not an intentional handball. The way Rondon shot and the way Trent Alexander Arnold is positioned, the ball f- hits his arm at like. 50 miles an hour there's nothing you can do about it but at the same time i can sympathize with newcastle players because if that happens to us i'm i'm complaining about it so maybe we were fortunate there i don't know if there was a var how would they reviewed it i don't know um and then yeah so then it was about trying to come back again um storage had some chances but he was it's like he was trying too hard. And every time we were on the break with storage, he's too slow. Takes too many touches to release the ball. And it seemed like our tactic was diagonal balls to Salah and then we play on from there. Because I remember Robertson doing that a bit, Henderson a bit. 
Um, Fabinho looked a bit tired. Ronaldo, uh, once again, was anonymous. But then around the 25th minute, um, yeah, we do play a... Robertson plays a diagonal ball to Sturridge. Sturridge is like in the corner. He has two Newcastle players around him. He does a backheel nutmeg through one of their players. The ball falls to Trent Alexander-Arnold. It's whipped in by Trent Alexander-Arnold. Zala follies it with his right foot. Hits the back of the net. 2-1 Liverpool. Um, Zala with his 22nd goal of the season. Um, yeah, his 22nd goal of the season. Great to see um, him on the goal-scoring charts again. And from there, we just have to try and absorb pressure from Newcastle because Lovren was unsteady in moments. He was giving me anxiety. Like, he's not confident on the ball. And it's just the little things like keeping the ball ticking in the back line. Like, Lovren, I don't want to see him again. I, I can't. I think that's his last... That it needs to be his last appearance, honestly. Because we were just lackluster and um, Newcastle could have threatened us. They were, they were not. They they just kept going at us and wanted to test us. They didn't have any clear cut chances after that in the first half, but they had like half chances in the first half where they could have done something. Overall, the the halftime scoreline ends two one, um, and then second half is about having that focus to go again. Um, but yeah, so then second half starts now and um, it's more or less the same where we're kind of going toe-to-toe in Newcastle. Where we're making it an open game, whereas before in games away from home, we would contain it and lock it off just by keeping the ball and just, just like... Passing the ball to death, but it was none of that. It was like NBA style end to end, which is very on Liverpool like. But that's how it was. Um, and yeah, and then eventually Newcastle get a corner. I think it's like the fifty eighth minute or something. The ball's whipped in. It's poor defending again. It falls to Rondon outside. Outside the no, just inside the box. He volleys it, it goes in, it's 2-2. And just before that, Mane had a great chance to score. And Sturridge should have buried this chance that was passed by Robertson where he missed. And yeah, these are crucial moments where it, it was very Barcelona reminiscent where any other game we bury it, but we're taking too long to score. And that was that's what was happening, it was 2-2. And then um, about five, eight minutes later, Salah ends up with an incident where he ends up with a head injury. And he was uh, he was knocked out for about 10 seconds. But then he kind of regains consciousness. But you don't play around with head injuries. Origi came on, start, Salah came off. And not going to lie, we might not see St- Ori- a storage Sturridge Salah against Barcelona on Tuesday if it's a head injury. Because you're legally meant to give these players seven days before they can play. Um, So I don't think Salah is going to play on Sunday. Which is worrying. And Firmino is pretty much out of the Newcastle, of the Barca game for the second leg. Which is worrying as well. 
Um, and yeah, it was just from there. When it was 2-2, two, two, the, the other substitution we made was Ronaldo came off. Thank God he did, he did absolutely nothing again. Sakiri came on, the forgotten man. How, how much of a key role will he play? Well, we'll see. And he was in midfield. And then um, it got to the point where it was like the 75th minute and then Klopp said, fuck it, Lovren, you've been shit, get off. So he takes Lovren off, thank God, brings James Milner on. And I think Fabinho plays centre-back with Van Dijk because Fabinho looks tired in midfield. And fair enough, if he's going to make the tackles, let him play centre-back with Van Dijk. And yeah, it's just about Newcastle sustaining pressure on us. And then um, we had a free kick in the 80th minute, 83rd minute, something like that. Shakiri whips it in, in swinger. The ball falls to Origi's head. Origi nods it backwards and it beats the Newcastle keeper and it's 3-2 in the 85th minute. Um, yeah, and madness because at that point I thought... I was kind of becoming reluctant to give it up, but we didn't give it up. And after that, it was eight minutes of added time where we just had to absorb pressure and do our best to make sure Newcastle get nothing from this game. And they got nothing from this game. And we came away with a crucial three points, which confirms that the title race will go to the final day of the season. Liverpool versus Wolves on the final day. How mad. Now we will have to rely on Leicester to get something against Man City. 94 points. Absolutely incredible. We do not know when to lie down and when to bend over, when to lie over. And it's crazy because 97 points and not winning the league is fucking heartbreaking. The fact we are on this 90 point run and it's not confirmed... It feels like this is La Liga of Barcelona and Madrid where they dominate the other eight the other um seventeen team eighteen teams and um ninety points still ain't enough, do you know what I mean? How is Man City gonna feel after watching Liverpool not lie down? Because I'm sure they were watching that game thinking, yeah, they finally gave it up, yeah. And now it's like, oh shit, we have to go again. But Man City always find a way. If anything, this might motivate Man City to go again because they don't have to worry. And this this now puts us in an interesting position for many reasons. Man City play Leicester on a Monday night. Liverpool play Barcelona on a Tuesday night. How Liverpool line up against Barcelona depends on this Man City game on Monday night. If Man City, and we pray to the gods that this happens, if Man City drop points to Leicester, if they draw or lose, Jurgen Klopp will rotate. I guarantee it. He will bend this Champions League. There's no reason to go full strength for the second leg. Risk injuries when we have to beat Wolves. If it's in your hands on the final day, imagine it. Beat Wolves and the title is yours. Imagine how you feel. It's crazy, right? What a situation to be in. What a situation. And if if Man City win, then I think Klopp will go full strength on Tuesday. But if we don't, but if, if Man City fail to win, 
imagine. Just imagine the euphoria. And this and Klopp will think he will bin the Champions League. It, it's common sense to bin it. It will ha- you have to. And I wouldn't mind. Because we've we've come so far and we deserve it. One loss all season. One loss all season. All season. It's crazy. What a Premier League title race. On in the Premier League year story, this is gonna be a phenomenal discussion, honestly. Um Man of the Match, who do I give it to? It's so hard. I don't even know. I feel like as a team, maybe Van Dyke probably should get it for leadership qualities. Just the little things he was doing in terms of organising us to rally the boys over the line. I think I'd give it to Van Dyke, and he also scored the opening goal. Um, Origi is the unsung hero. Honestly, um, what a guy. He should be ahead of storage in the pecking order. How he didn't start against Huddersfield and today baffles me. And if Salah or Firmino ain't fit to play on Sunday, start Origi. It's common sense. He wants it more. He's got the greater attitude than Sturridge right now. Sturridge has a better ability, but his legs are gone. And Origi is the younger guy. He's got much more to prove. It makes more sense to start him. But yeah, so the next Liverpool reactions is on a Sunday. Where my Liverpool headline could be Liverpool win the Premier League title or Liverpool finish second place. But what a season it's going to be. And yeah, I'm going to go watch this game in the Liverpool pub. So, it might be a delayed reaction. I don't know. I, I don't Usually, I do a podcast 10 minutes after the game is done. If we win the league on Sunday, I'm just going to admit to you, it's not going to be 10 minutes after the podcast, after the game. It's going to be about... It's going to be when I'm probably... When it's sunk in, which will be late at night in the evening. But I'm not getting my hopes up. We have to see what happens on Monday night. After Monday night, if Man City beat Leicester, then I will give it up. I will give it up. Because Brighton are now safe. Cardiff are relegated. So... I'll give it up after that. It all depends on what happens on Monday, really. But, yeah, this is insane. An insane title race. Insane. Um, Yeah, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Sunday's going to be a madness. Tune in, I guess. <laughs> like, share and subscribe, all of that. Thanks.